0: You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, TrophySmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days, bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level.
1: We're here here with Chasing Points, and and we're here to do a a post-game show. Hi. Hi, I'm Chase. And uh, I I would like to to introduce my co-host, Thomas Tipple, because we are here to actually do a post-game show. What's going on? What's up, Thomas? That's
0: Thomas Tipple, bet winner. For anyone carrying over, never doubt the goat.
1: So we did a starter sit show. Yep. And our starter sit show consisted of a bet. The bet consisted of me eating the bomb sauce on next Sunday morning's starter set show. You for, went either way, yeah, well, yeah, either way, for fantasy intervention over there, youtubecom slash intervention. So now I have to eat the bomb sauce because Jalen Hurts just melted souls. I was very, very down on Jalen Hurts, and he is—he's crushing He's demolishing like mine. He looks like a different quarterback. Like he, he has the most like top 12 finishes
0: in fantasy football but at the quarterback This is this
1: All right, normally it's due to fourth quarter. He's been crushing it since quarter number one. Like, he looks phenomenal out there. And I like Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I was not against Jalen Hurts. I thought that Jalen Hurts was a very decent quarterback with rushing upside. For fantasy, he's phenomenal. I just thought that the Denver Broncos would be able to shut him down because guess what? They shut down, to an extent, Lamar Jackson. So real quick, now I have to eat the bomb sauce. And Tyler, is yep. in the background. He's gonna be able to pull up this video of the last time that I ate the bomb sauce.
0: Y'all Light ready for air. this? Oh Light. God! Look at the tears. I can. Oh, I see the tears. Face burden
1: forever. I My face swelled up. I could not. No, talk. I didn't make any sense. <laughs> Were there any vinegar strokes it, it in that hot sauce? Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Because oh I, looking at his face. See the other for, <laughs> <there> for FF <laughs> underscore <laughs> an it, it was brutal. it was absolutely insane. Oh, Chase this is the, have second down, be the second time I'm laying on oh, the The second time is absolutely dude. worst. Now I had to do it waking up after I got to work. You know, for the oh, entire night. No. Uh, oh my god! What? This happened. If you looking me know, and get Jordan everything was so numb and so swollen i couldn't see hey tyler you're, you're about to miss the best part when i couldn't even open my eyes but that's okay that's okay we actually have a show to get to we have to talk about this week and how this is I now aj wait. Dillon's team this is no longer aaron jones team he should have gone to the arizona cardinals when he had a chance like i talked about i was like hey listen like aj Dillon, sure he's gonna get the money but he's not going to be the main running back for the Packers because it's AJ Dillon's team. It is. But we also have a lot of other things to cover, along with you know when we talk about like the Tampa Buccaneers, like that was absolutely insane for what happened. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, the dose score this week absolutely slayed it. The dose score was insane. We were so close; they didn't at a hundred, hundred uh, percent, you know, batting like it was absolutely nuts. And then we have to cover, you know, some of the players like, dude. Justin Jefferson against the Chargers looked like an animal. Like he looked like a demon. He looked possessed. He was getting first downs with three guys on top of him. So Thomas, where do you want to start this week at? You know, which, which I guess category do you you want? I want to to
0: talk. So the first thing I want to talk about is, is Jonathan Taylor's usage throughout the game against Jacksonville. So this was very odd to me. Uh, Indianapolis goes up early. He rushes for about 80 yards in basically the first quarter, the first two or three drives. He had 80 some yards And Jonathan Taylor only finished with 116 yards on only 21 carries. Now, he caught six balls, which is fantastic. His receiving numbers have been going up. That's great. But they got ahead, which should have been prime Jonathan Taylor game script. They got the the blocked punt. They were way up, and they just didn't. Like, the, the Jaguars just tightened up. I was watching most of that game. So I just thought it was weird. He looked like he had a clear path to 35, 40 points today. And he winds up with a measly (laughs) 24.6 pedestrian. But you want that like game breaking, week winning week? Well, Stevenson had it, Dylan had it, and Christian McCaffrey ended up outscoring him without a touchdown. So it's like you really, you really want your Jonathan Taylor, right? When they're in a plus game script to continue to produce outside the first quarter, but it didn't happen today. Very weird. Very weird yes. game. And Carson right. Wentz sucked.
1: So the Jaguars are actually decent up against the running backs. Thus far in the season, they've only allowed two running backs, or I'm sorry, two teams to get over 100 yards. And I talked about this on, I think, Tuesday, Wednesday show. I was like, hey, Jonathan Taylor, he's great. But, I mean, they're going to follow Derek Henry-Mill in most cases, where they can run the ball a ton. And he's going to end up with 130 yards. And that's what Derrick Henry ended up with. Uh, Jonathan Taylor got close, but didn't actually make it there. Uh, When it came to the Texans, the Texans had to run it 26 times to get 85 yards. Mm. And you can do that and and wear down the Jacksonville defense. But the Jacksonville front seven is actually pretty good at stopping the run. I mean, we're talking about a team that loses every single week. They lose every week. And you've only allowed two teams, two teams, to get over 100 yards rushing. So, I mean, I'm not talking about just a running back. I'm talking about two whole teams here.
0: No, so, for sure.
1: When you talk about that, I think that you have to expect Jonathan Taylor uh to Bentley.
0: Can you hear that? <laughs> Bentley, he's Taylor. always there. Bentley. Uh, well, here's here's the other thing too, though. I get that Jacksonville's good against the run, but this is supposed to be the strength of the Colts. Now Quentin Nelson also got hurt in this game, too. Something to watch for. This is the first game where Jonathan Taylor got 20 carries in a game. Like this so, plus game script he's only hit 100 yards a couple of times That it's gonna be touchdowns for him i think i think he'll finish as the, the running back one i think that'll be a pretty clear path but be interesting that he's got buffalo and tampa bay in the next two weeks i want to monitor how they how they use them
1: well buffalo's gonna be absolutely brutal tampa is gonna be brutal as well the biggest mm-hmm. thing for me is like with with jonathan taylor and the way that he's utilizes they don't want to end up running him out there like other teams have done to christian mccaffrey for example where you're just going to end up wearing them down they want to keep them fresh and they have two decent running backs on the back end i i know i get that they were up and i get that it's jacksonville but jacksonville has way better defense than what people perceive to have or perceive jacksonville to be they've actually they're actually really really good which is strange but at the same time that's why teams score big points on them is because they're funneling teams to yeah. be able to pass it's on right. them yeah. versus allowing teams to be able to run and get, you know, four yards carry versus eight yards of reception.
0: And on the Would other side, be- because of that, on the other side, James Robinson first game back on the heel injury, right? Um, get 57 yards, the touchdown, and then four receptions again. The guy's just as solid as it comes. That's why I said last week you should be going out and buying him up even while he was hurt. He's got a great schedule coming up, and he's just going to be smooth and steady. Yeah, yeah, but
1: real quick, back to Jonathan Taylor. This is something that you actually have to expect to have mm-hmm. a, a limit on without breakaway runs. So I would check out the breakaway run rate. If you act, if you actually go to I think it's Sharp Sports and check mm-hmm. r- check out breakaway run rate. I think is the the terminology. It'll give you uh, teams and, and based off of the run percentage, and then take and, and equate that to the running backs ability to be able to, to break off big runs. And Jonathan Taylor had that, but the Jacksonville Jaguars don't allow that because they play, you know, so much, he's, so many defenders out wide versus stock sack boxes yeah. because they cannot allow their secondary to, to be just open. Like they can't, they can't allow that. So he's still bused that, for
0: five and a half a clip. That's, that's really impressive. So good. It's
1: great. I mean, yeah. his first run was 34 yards like that. Yeah. That's amazing. So that's uh, yeah,
0: that's that's what you need.
1: Over to James Robbins, this is something we expected. We talked about it in our show this morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the start Steady. of the show, like how we expected James Robbins to see it four to five targets and four to Trade five receptions. Today. Boom, like that happened. Uh, and by the way, like the Colts are really bad at stopping pass catching running backs. So you guys can go check it out at slash D O C E. Dose score, uh, the dose score hit at a rapid rate. It was absolutely insane how accurate Who's the, the biggest
0: was. hitter? Who's the biggest hitter today on the dose score?
1: So I didn't go to the biggest hitters. What I tried to find was the people who might have proved the dose score wrong because I want to get better Mm. at at accurately predicting the dose score. And so, like I said, we had Michael Carter who missed or who broke the threshold by 0.3 points. We had Ty Johnson who broke it by 0.6 points. And then we had Jaden McKissick who missed it by 0.5 points. So accuracy-wise, like it was – I missed it by point three, point six, and point five, which is insane. But uh when it comes to finding that that breakout running back, account, I'm gonna have to to go back and, and compile the data. And once again, I didn't do it all the way to the end. This was just very brief research. But I want to talk to you about real quick the uh the Washington football team and Tampa Bay. Because Okay. Like I predicted Mike Evans have a massive week. He had an okay week, yeah. it wasn't great. Yeah, he saved uh, it with the 40-yard bomb.
0: Didn't do anything. What's up? Uh Evan saved his week on a 40-yard bomb. That's kind of status quo. It,
1: it wasn't even a bomb. It was like a pass that he just broke loose on, like, you know, from the defender. And, and yeah. It wasn't even like a you know, like a jump ball type bomb. It was something where he it was, was just rope. wide open. And I expect that to happen the entire week. That didn't happen. Meanwhile, we had the Cowboys put up 36 points on the Falcons in the first half. So, that's which was mentioned. more impressive oh. to you? The Cowboys putting up the fantasy points that they did throughout it with CD Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott. And I mean, while well, leaving Dak Prescott out, by the way, because I think Dak Prescott was 293 and two touchdowns. So, like, I mean, that's good. That's solid. But, like, that's not great, great.
0: Or Washington. Three touchdowns with the rushing touchdown. Oh, you're right. You're right. Or
1: yeah. Washington putting up. No valuable fantasy points outside of Antonio Gibson up against one of the best run defenses in the league.
0: I'm gonna say Washington because Chase Young is done for the year now. Uh, he's done with the the ACL, and that was kind of mid game. And they pulled it out. Look, I don't know what uh, Heineke, Tay Tay, Tay Bay, Tay God himself uh, has against, yeah, and I don't know what he has against Tom Brady, but it seems like he just gets so amped up. To, to play that game. I'm impressed with Washington in this game. 100%. And Gibson himself. Like, he he really powered through. Especially on a guy on, like, one leg. Are the it's Falcons brutal. just
1: done-done when it comes to fantasy value?
0: Oh, they're just terrible. No, I don't think um, they're done-done for fantasy, fantasy value. value. So CP- so here's CPAT. Apparently, uh, wasn't even really that banged up. He got banged up a little bit. They were down so much, they rested Cordero Patterson. Like, that's how much he means to that team. But if you look at... Uh, I mean, the receivers are going to be pretty much dust until Ridley comes back. Zaccheaus and Gage are completely non-factors. But Pitt still had seven targets, right, 60 yards. He was totally fine. He was targeted uh, on a ball that got picked, thrown behind him, that uh, Diggs picked off. I mean, there's fantasy value. And before this, uh, atrocious meltdown game for Matt Ryan, he was a very playable quarterback, 32 points, 22, 25, 37, 20, 20. But he's just got a 7. An eight and now a less than one on the season. So he's been playable. I mean, they get New England, which is gross, but Jacksonville, Tampa, Carolina, San Francisco, Detroit, very favorable matchups for Matt Ryan moving forward. I think How there's amazing. lots of fantasy value.
1: How amazing was it to watch? <laughs> to watch Josh Rosen come in on his first passing attempt.
0: And throw a pick? <laughs> and
1: throw a pick.
0: I feel so bad for him because... I don't at
1: all. He comes he's so into cocky. the game.
0: When he comes into the game, right, he gets drafted that high, right? He's basically fed to the Lions and a bad coaching staff with no talent around him. No, and then no, they're like, no, nah, you're going to be the Cardinals. guy. Yeah, Cardinals. Rosen. Yeah, terrible, terrible coaching staff, obviously. Everyone got fired the second he... Was there? There was no one around him. Hopkins wasn't there yet. I think Kirk was their wide receiver one at the time. They they had nothing there. The team was bad. Tough division. All right, we're gonna keep you. Never mind. We're taking Kyler. All right, we're gonna we're gonna trade him. Trade him. He never gets playing time. He's bouncing around. He finally gets to come in the game and throw a single pass, (laughs) and it's picked because they're down (laughs) so much. The defense is just waiting for him, and it just. I feel so bad for him.
1: Are you on the train with, with Trayvon Diggs being a good or a bad corner in the NFL? Because I think he's elite. Uh, like people he's, are like, oh, he gives a big plays." So it's like, no, he really doesn't. He's more he, like
0: his yardage against him, he's liable. If he's he's the classic guy, right? You hit him with a double move, you got a 50-50 shot, he's gonna get left in the dust because he wants that pick. But what's more valuable to your defense? A player turnovers. that can get those turnovers or a guy that's occasionally going to give up a 40 yard pass. Right. When you're rushing the passer like this, like Dallas has been doing except for this. Well, even with this week with so many guys being hurt. Right. I mean, and the pick was pretty thrown to him. Like it was pretty, whatever it was, but that's most of the interceptions in the NFL. If you're being honest, it's like tipped and like right to you or just thrown to you. How uh, yeah, bad was that Russell serious, Wilson but... one. That Russell Wilson one was. Playing. Yeah, so I mean, I I think he's a fine player, defensive player of the year. I think not, but I think he's a very fine fine player, and I think Dallas made the right move. And for DFSs now, not just DFSs, but your your DSTs and defenses and fantasy, Dallas is a team that you know a lot of people, including myself, kind of got wrong. We thought they would just get get tagged every week, but they're causing turnovers. They're getting sacks. They're a fun defense right now. You know, don't shy away from playing them and streaming them, especially with digs leading the way they're causing turnovers.
1: All right. So let's go ahead and hop on to a topic. I've got two topics. One that makes me sore. One that makes me like curious. <laughs> okay. Urban Meyer Urban Meyer. It has to be the Please worst. Be gone. Like he has to be the worst coach in the NFL. Like he's not limiting Daryl Bevel to two reads. He's, the average up target is just too much for Trevor Lawrence. He's getting forced to read two or three options, ten to fifteen yards down the field. It's terrible for a rookie quarterback to be able to do this. Like you well, want Lawrence rookie is no quarterbacks.
0: You sure. want,
1: but the all right. So here's the difference. <laughs> Typically, rookie quarterbacks that have to make two or three reads, like Josh McDaniels' system, Daryl Beverly's system, which by the way are two opposite systems. Well, not opposite, but they're different systems. They require a good running back because you are, as a rookie, you have to process certain things, right? You have to be able yes. to process. And with Daryl Bevel's system, MVP. which has one of the highest ADPs for offensive coordinator systems in the entire NFL, like when he goes somewhere, doesn't matter who the quarterback is, the ADOT goes up because of the system. Yeah. Daryl yep. Bevel, he typically, most offenses that have deep reads, they say, hey, one, two, and then check down. Daryl Bevel's system calls for a third, read and then a check down for rookie quarterback to make three reads with all bad receivers you know granted Lavisca chennault which you know throw it up in there if you think he's good or not doesn't matter but you're talking about agnew and and marvin jones who i think is decent but he has to be a first reader on every single play in order for him to be deep he's not in order for for lawrence to to process all three reads and then go to a check down is a lot to ask from a rookie, when you're attempting 35 or so passes a game, it's brutal. I mean, how many did he actually hit this game? Not it, enough. It, uh, well, passing attempts, essentially. It's it's either way, it's it's not great. He hit 35. Like 35, 16 yeah, 30. for
0: 35 for 162 and a two point conversion, you. and Thank he's not so, running enough either. Five carries for 33 yards plus the fumble. Yeah, when so did, when, when you're back. forced to
1: have 30 reads, 35 reads with bad receivers right? Like receivers that don't serve to be starters on most teams and you have to process, Hey, "Hey, by the way, this guy isn't gaining much separation, but his strong suit is X. Like, I know this isn't a bad receiver, but I want to give everybody an example real quick. We have, uh, we have Aaron Rodgers who played with Jordan Nelson, right? Jordan Nelson was great at the back shoulder fade. You remember Mm -hmm. that? Like this was the thing thing that he was on
0: many of leagues, James Jones too.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So, but I'm talking about the back shoulder fade. Right. That was Jordan yep. Nelson's specialty. And so by giving an example for this, like, hey, you know that Jordan Nelson can win almost against any single quarterback at a back shoulder read. Meanwhile, you have Agnew, you have Chennault, you have Marvin Jones. They don't have a signature throw that you can go to that, you know, hey, this defender is really bad at guarding that.
0: So Taylor, what up?
1: Like he cannot offer that opportunity. So when you have a rookie quarterback trying to make thirty-five reads a game that are three reads plus a fourth that's a dump down, I know, I know. It just destroys like the the value of a rookie quarterback.
0: He's got to go. He's got to I mean, go.
1: Daryl Bevel's fine, but at the same time, you have to understand what your limitations are with the rookie quarterback with the bad offensive line. And Daryl Bevel's really not had to deal with that. Yeah, you know, Urban he had Russell Myers- Wilson who's running. 20 times a game. Like, uh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Right. Sorry. I was gonna say urban Meyer is probably sitting there like staring him down while he's putting his game plan together. And if he sees an a dot and dip below 15 yards, he probably loses his mind and threatens to fire him. So it, urban Meyer has got to go. I don't think he's fit for the NFL. I think he's got to go. Uh, that, uh, that whole Jacksonville team outside of J Rob is in trouble. Uh, if, if he stays.
1: It just needs team. to be quick hitting offense, and that's not happening right now.
0: Yeah. All right. So the second, and how point... do you actively just ignore Chenault on your team? I want to know what Chenault did in the preseason to anger uh, Mr. Urban Meyer. I'd like that to come out. I like. I'd like that investigation. NFL. I, my fantasy teams need to know. It's bad. Right, so let's it's go bad. ahead and
1: talk about the other entertain. Probably the most entertaining thirty-two point game you've ever seen in your entire life.
0: I mean, i'm not i'm not talking about the detroit pittsburgh game so don't we ask have
1: to we have not i'm not, to. I'm not that was so
0: bizarre I'm not talking about it it was so bizarre. Najee harris did his thing swift had a bunch of carries you know, why? You know what I will talk actually i will talk about you don't know, want to know why do you know who's calling the plays in detroit i know who take calling. a guess take a guess <sighs> mr kneebiter himself the man who has never Wait, called dan Campbell's of, not. uh dan campbell called the plays today and Swift had 33 carries. You want to put two and two together? Campbell Wait, hey, called the plays.
1: Has Campbell been calling plays all season?
0: I don't think it's been all season, but I know I saw him with that damn play sheet today for the first time ever. Calling plays. And no if he wasn't way. calling plays, he was trying to learn how, but I, right, I, I want to correlate.
1: you have found me in the most dumbfounded position I've ever been on, like on a live Max. show. I My Max. mind is blown. Because yep. I, I didn't get to watch the entire game, obviously very few you know TVs were, were on there. I had you're no idea. There on the, you're
0: sitting there on the sideline, cleaning off the play sheet from the rain and overtime, getting ready to call another ten carries for Swift up the middle against Pittsburgh. Third hey, and hey. fifteen. What do you want to do, boys? Run a draw. Third and twenty-one. What do you want to do? Bite the knees. Run a draw. They'll never Taylor. see it coming. Play action. Fuck that. Run a draw. Is hilarious. That's yep. so brutal. But I mean, if that's if that's what's ahead. Oh, I'm I'm honestly even worried about Swift a little bit. All right. Not all to right, mention right. Swift got vultured for two touchdowns. Three yeah. carries for 41 yards. It wasn't vultured. They, they they were
1: both breakaway runs, which is and, absolutely insane to me.
0: I don't even know how to say that. I don't know how to say that, but it was a it was a nice run, but it just it sucked that it didn't go Swift's way.
1: All right, let's talk about. How much it sucks since we're on the, the path of sucking right now? Uh, PJ Walker, oh, like, hold
0: on one more thing to note. I'm going Brown had 10 targets in this game, so that's important to note for moving forward, even though golf sucks. How many moving
1: targets did, do you have? Uh, do you have Hawkinson's targets?
0: Hawkinson's targets was uh, one. One,
1: <sighs> that's so disheartening.
0: I don't know who B. Wright is. Uh, let's look him up here real quick. Brock Wright had two, and one was completed. Hawkinson all right, got a big old donut.
1: Let's move on to PJ Walker, hey, who got butchered. Hawkinson tight end
0: one season was fun for like two weeks.
1: hawkinson's still like a tight end four five. Mm. You can say yeah if you want, but he is. um All right, let's Andrew's talk about Hawk
0: all day. Get out of here all day. All right, all let's day. go. How let's talk... is he not?
1: Let's move on. Let's talk about the Panthers thing with with oh PJ Walker. God. We have a very limited. No one wants time to talk about here. PJ
0: Walker, but you.
1: Uh, he played great
0: this game. He played good phenomenally. enough to get his his job taken away. Yes, he did. Twenty-two because... of twenty-nine for hundred and sixty-seven yards, a two-point conversion, an interception, and two fumbles is not playing great. Let's not also forget that he PJ also Walker had threw an opportunity to score two touchdowns. One hundred Be- miles an hour throwing screens to the outside. 10 yards over receiver's head I, he's lost the that. job his arm already. is really
1: really strong <laughs> like you he can't help that like he, he has a like, bomb ass arm
0: he's like the kid in that old baseball movie you just yeah, can't he, control his laser rocket arm learn. anymore
1: like it takes time and that's on the the shoulders of the coaching staff pj walker is an all-star he really is oh i mean he's God. a stud He's done. <sighs> he is. Done. Cam Newton
0: That's outscored so him on like six snaps. He's
1: done. How many quarterbacks did the Cardinals go through tonight? Let's we'll so start with Kyler Murray. What? And then, yeah, yeah. Given, I, I know that you probably seen Kyler Murray. And then who else? Colt
0: McCoy. Colt McCoy and Winnipeg Blue Bomber legend, Chris Streveler. God, local he boy there. here. He not local, but played here in Winnipeg. Won a great cup. The man is such a legend. That in the frozen tundra that is Winnipeg, did the Grey Cup, which is the Canadian Football League Championship Parade. No shirt, open fur coat, cowboy hat, cigar. The guy is a legend. He's just bad at football. Which is kind of what he gets paid to do. (laughs) Uh, So who was the finishing quarterback for that game? Strevler.
1: Oh, he, he did finish that out. Okay.
0: Yeah, he finished it. McCoy left and never came back. After um, I think it was uh, it looked like he was on his side. He, he kind of got hit. He was on his side. Yeah. Um, not great. Kyler's back next week, so whatever. Limited or not, they're bringing him back. I All just right, want to ta- more
1: topic. We have I want to talk
0: about Cam Newton quick.
1: Okay, go. I want to talk
0: about Cam Newton quick. When Cam Newton takes over, uh, he could win leagues if you picked him up for free this week. You saw him today. He came in, had two snaps at the goal line, had two touchdowns. You saw him running the ball on read options, right? They're still going to use him as a mobile player. And if Christian McCaffrey's doing his thing, bringing him down to the goal line, man, Cam Newton could end up putting up top 15 weeks every week. And in super flex formats, you're getting him for free off waiver wires, money, money.
1: You know, what's really weird. We talked about it pre-show or this show this morning about how there could be five players end up with five touch five rushing touchdowns yeah this season and chuba hubbard scored again tonight so yeah it could legitimately happen
0: i'm just i just want to add that Cam newton looks like he really and even throwing the ball he had the deep ball to, to dj moore down the side for a guy that hadn't played yet this year it was pinpoint there was just pass interference like it was pinpoint and and cam knows dj moore he he knows mccaffrey he's comfortable in that environment, I think he could really come in and, and even get himself a job there next year. Honestly, no, no cap as the kids would say, but next topic.
1: All right. We have one more before we have to discuss uh, the most disappointing game of the night. We have the Packers that we have discussed first and how it's AJ Dillon's team. I mean, that's obvious as it is. Like we have a, a system that was derived from the wide zone run scheme. This was made for A.J. Dillon's style of running. Uh, he's seeing targets. Now, I mean, here's the deal. like Aaron Jones and you saw my tweet earlier, right? Over there at FF underscore Intervention. You saw my tweet. I'm sitting there. I'm like, hey, like people were complaining about Aaron Jones. He needs to get more touches because he's perfect for the McCarthy run scheme. He's perfect. He needs to get more touches. And now well, the same McCarthy people. Is not... I oh, I understand I what
0: you mean. Never mind. I, no, I get it. I get it. I got you.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. He's not there anymore. So now you have a different system, right, that was derived from the Tennessee system, which is a wide zone running scheme, which, by the way, is perfect for A.J. Dillon. So I understand there are Aaron Jones truthers out there, right?
0: Aaron Jones was running back five in this system last year.
1: Yeah, that's great. And that's running phenomenal. back
0: two the year before that. So it's like, it's not the like he was running bad back two. For it.
1: No, he was not. But at the same time, the wide zone running scheme, as you've seen with Shanahan, have you seen with, uh, multiple their position. I mean, all the way back to the other Shanahan, like the 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 Mike Shanahan uh, era with Charles Davis. These running backs last like one to two years. They typically do. Derrick Henry's a freak of an athlete, which is why he lasted three years in this system. And now mm-hmm. you're talking mm-hmm. about putting a small running back in the system. Which, by the way, if you go back and, and you do the research, like they actually pulled him. Mike pulled him multiple different weeks because he was scrambling too much. Because he did not want to make the cut and go upfield and he got pulled and everybody's like why is he getting pulled he's healthy because he did not run the routes or he did not run the the system that he wanted he was cutting back right. too soon he was dancing in the backfield and so he got pulled and jamal williams was like hey eff it like i'm going in i'm hitting that hole because i right. need to make money and you know jamal williams did make money because of that reason if he didn't if he right. danced around just like aaron jones did he would be.
0: either well, way here's, i just want to mention too it's not like aj Dillon though played like lights out I mean, no. if you like, he was he was touchdown dependent in this game, which he won't always be with that offense. But it, it is something to note. He had twenty one carry, sixty six yards. That's barely over three a carry. And I hate yards per carry, but it matters in this case. He only caught two balls. Granted, it was for sixty two yards. Um, he. I think it's going to be a dirty, grimy, uh, running back two rest of the way while well, he's the lead guy until Aaron Jones comes back. Dirty and grimy.
1: Oh, no, 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 sir. Yes, sir. This is a system that was derived like for him. They were not planning on Aaron Jones being out. So the game plan did not go to that situation. Like this is something I don't understand
0: how the the game plan didn't go for. But if the system is the same and he had 21 carries against a Seattle defense that's susceptible to the run. What I'm saying is he's going to need the touchdowns because he's not. He's not the pass catcher that Aaron Jones is, which is what gave him the value. He's not. What do you mean? He's, he's a good not? pass catcher, but he's not as good as Aaron Jones. That's where he, he made his money.
1: better. He, he averaged oh. better yards per catch. He averaged more yards per catch after the catch. He is actually today? better than Aaron Jones. You mean today
0: on his two no, catches? No,
1: I have not looked up the stat. This was prior to today. Aaron Jones or uh, AJ Dillon is actually the better pass catcher. He just hasn't seen the opportunity that Aaron Jones has seen. He's the better no. pass catcher in this offense. I'll... He is. It's literally facts, like it's stats. It's facts. It's backed up. I've already done the research on it. He is the better pass catcher. Now, when it comes to, like the, I think it was like the yards for reception, it's slightly higher for Aaron Jones because he didn't create yards per contact. But when you talk about Aaron Jones, or uh, I'm sorry, not Aaron Jones, when you talk about A.J. Dillon getting an opportunity of work, they've tried to put him out wide one-on-one with corner. So when he's ever has the opportunity to be one on one with corners, who by the way are like two hundred pounds, who so weighs almost fifty pounds more, you're talking about being able to dominate and create yards after the catch. Aaron Jones is brilliant at creating yards after. The catch. I'm sorry, AJ Dillon is brilliant at creating yards after the catch. Let's hop on to the last one, which you won the bet on. You won this argument earlier this morning. Damn right. I bet Thomas that Carson Wentz would have a better day than Jalen Hurts, and the Hurts the most put
0: consistent. Me the most consistent quarterback in fantasy football right now, Jalen Hurts.
1: He, he looked like a different quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. Denver Broncos. Because he's good.
1: Some bad, yeah, he's good. I like, I like Jalen Hurts. I told you I like Jalen Hurts. I just didn't like the matchup. This is a very bad matchup for Jalen Hurts. And it turned out that Jalen Hurts got very lucky on a long run, but he also was very, very good. He was the best quarterback. This could be the best quarterback performance we've seen all season in terms of making the throws he needed to make, creating the yards he needed to make, He he balled it up a couple times that I didn't like in the second half where he actually took it up quicker than he should have and tried to run for it. But regardless, in the first half, he played like a champion. And they dominated. They absolutely dominated. I have to eat the bomb hot sauce now. Damn right. And I don't want to do that.
0: You're going to. You're going to. It's going to be glorious. Glorious. Look, I'll say this about Jalen Hurts. Okay, the the reason that running quarterbacks have such an advantage is you never know what week it's going to be. So although the Broncos held Lamar Jackson, which every time you look at a running quarterback's numbers or a defense trying to stop a running quarterback, take out the Lamar Jackson games because every defense plays differently when he steps on the field. They don't play them the same as other running quarterbacks. You kind of got to take those outlier games out. Because they, everyone shifts their defense. If you just play your base defense against the Ravens, he's gonna destroy you. So when you when you mention yeah, that this morning, they don't play him the same because he's not the same threat to run. That's yes, why lanes he- were there. He's not the same runner. Stop it. And the system's not the same. If Greg Roman was in Philly, it would it would be that way. But it's not. He's a different kind of runner. You want to talk to me about Lamar Jackson facts, Chase? I can keep you here for two weeks straight, but uh, I'm not Jalen, ta- I'm talking about a, Jalen Hurts is a play. I understand that. Now let me get to that. Jalen Hurts is a player that can take off on every play, but they're not as designed. It's not the same. Containing him is not the same. Do they design 13 runs a game for him? No.
1: Yes. Yes, they design about 10, so
0: three short. So you did not have 10 designed runs today. It's about 8 to
1: 10. No, no, but on average, about 8 to 10.
0: I would have to strongly disagree. I, I watched he scrambles more sense. than Jackson does. Either way, though, they're not the same player, but comparing him to a Taylor Heineke or any other quarterback that casually runs, it's not going to be the same. Jalen Hurts is an every week possibility to have 50 plus rushing yards every single week. Yeah, it's because of receivers question, right now, no the matter the matchup. Absolutely the terrible only, outside of Devontae. He Spen. only needs one. He needs one.
1: The, was there news that came out about uh, Goddard?
0: Yeah, he – what was it? It was a head injury, I think. Leave me one second. I'll find out for you. Mm-hmm. One second, one moment. I know he was ruled out right away. Oh, he's way down here. He was – yeah, G- Dallas got it right here. Uh, Concussion. It was a head injury. I was correct. Okay. Yeah, and he was ruled out right away. So he's definitely going to miss a little bit of time.
1: Got to get Adam in on that, figure out what's going to happen, obviously. You guys can go check out Adam if they're at – at the real Adam H.
0: I would or guess The that, real Adam uh,
1: underscore H, I'm sorry.
0: I would guess, like, they play New Orleans next week. They need, oh, a, man. They need a tight He's end. He's going to be straight up 50-50. It's going to be a very sketchy concussion protocol. Tyree if passes, Jackson. I think. Oh, God. Is he the happen. only other tight end on the roster?
1: I don't know who played tonight, but yeah, it's possible. All right, let's... Oh well, obviously it's not possible because Tyree Jackson just came off IR. So they have a... a one as well. They have to All have right. someone else. Doesn't mean it's going to be fun. Let's briefly talk about the Chiefs game uh, up against sure. the Raiders. You know, I feel like there could be offensive points everywhere, but there's nothing predictive in this matchup aside of Josh Jacobs, uh, you know, getting targets, Renfro getting targets, and Wild getting targets. I, I, Kenyon Drake, baby. Oh, yeah. And he's going to have a Drake. good game.
0: He's going to have a good game today. Okay, yeah,
1: you, you just play the studs at this point. All right, Like that to saying, me
0: there was almost there was almost no other easier like flex play to me than Kenyon Drake right now, honestly. i I'm gonna stand behind that. I, even after I was wrong about Devonta Smith today, I'm gonna stand behind playing Kenyon Drake for sure.
1: Alright, I'll take it. I'll take it too. I like I like the take, and Devonta Smith was an absolute monster. I was dead wrong on him as well.
0: Oh my god, could you believe the one play he made today? Like we we all are well, not we all, but a lot of us argue BMI, and he looks like Wiz Khalifa, and you know he's he's ninety pounds soaking oh, wet. But I like the him guy balls. Oh, I, I I love I love him even in Dynasty, Devonta Smith. But the guy, no matter how big he is, is a great wide receiver in the aspects of being a wide, and he made just a ridiculous play today in that game. So I I I'll wear the hat. I was wrong. I was incorrect. Might be, I'm just I'm just gonna accept defeat on on Devonta Smith. The guy is no, so good. I like Devonta Smith. He's good. He's I was, great. I, I, just didn't I like him was in this matchup. I was pro chenault over guys like Smith, like body type and and run after the catch and everything. But Smith is a whole other animal, man. He's an animal. If you got him, love it and just accept it.
1: No, I'm on board He's with so that 100. Hey Thomas, where can we find you, man?
0: Oh, you can find me all over the place, man. You can catch me here every other week. Tom Stipple FF on the bird app as well. You can get me Tuesday and Friday, the full tilt Nazi podcast Thursday morning. We're going to have the midweek tilt debuting this week. And of course you can find me at the start and sit show, especially next week. Don't miss it with uh fantasy intervention and chase here eating some de bomb at the start of the show. It's going to be amazing. He's got to get through it. It's going to be worth the watch. Jalen hurts QB one, uh, you know, eat that with your hot sauce, Chase, absorb it, let it, let it get into your skin, exfoliate with it, whatever you got to do to get ready. I don't really want like yeah. to talk about it. Glorious. It's going to be
1: terrible. You guys can go check out all of our content over there at Dynasty Opera. And don't forget, by the way, have you, Thomas, real quick. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever seen this trophy? Hold on. I'm trying to pick it up. It's really heavy. Oh. oh my God. Whew. This title belt right here. Is from, whew, sorry, I'm a little bit out of breath. Just a little bit out of breath. Oh TrophySmack.com. If you use promo code DHH whew, ring, DHH ring, you will actually get a free ring with the purchase of this championship belt. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Go to TrophySmack.com, use promo code DHH ring. Make sure that the ring is actually in your cart along with the belt or the trophy, and you'll get a $6 ring for free. Yeah. We appreciate you guys for coming in.
0: Thank you guys. Every every time. Hey, and keep chasing
1: those points. Let's go.